Is your culture so great that it's keeping people past when they're actually creating value? Keep listening for how to handle this challenging situation. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about when your culture keeps people past their due date. Now, I am a huge fan of culture. I think focusing on your culture, being aware of what your culture is, always working to make it better, providing a phenomenal environment for your team to thrive and develop and grow is all fantastic. You know, I'm a huge fan and I encourage people to do that. I study companies like Zappos who've really made almost a brand for themselves based on their culture. However, there's a downside. There is a potential danger. And I've heard about this from clients in the past. We've experienced this at Coach. And this is when people so love your culture. So the issue I've been experiencing both with clients and their companies in the past with Strategic Coach is that the culture is so strong and so attractive to people that they actually stay past their point of creating value. And that is a really big danger for companies. And part of the problem, and I do talk about this in my book, Multiplication by Subtraction, is that at one point they were contributing, but they've changed, the business has changed, technology has changed, and they're still a good culture fit, but they're not a good capability fit. And this is an issue. Now, often, when we're hiring people, we're actively looking for capability. And the question is whether or not they're a good fit for our culture. So often, we're focused on the culture issue, but it can blind us to people who've been with the company for a while, who do fit in well with culture, they get along well with people, they contribute, they're maybe even raving fans of it. But their capabilities are not what you need right now. And a particular client came up to me, he said, well, I really wanna leverage this particular team member, team leader actually, but the person who's supporting him can't grow anymore. They're stuck, they've plateaued, this is not in their capacity. I'm like, oh, that's a challenge. You know, so how do you grow? Well, you have to leverage the people who are leveraging you, but they have this problem. The person's been there for six years. So, you know, that's an issue where that person's capability level has maxed out. And that does happen, but it is a real danger. So again, I want to reward you and acknowledge you for having such a formal culture that people really want to stay. And in fact, we've had people want to join our company because of our culture. And then we have to get really, really picky about whether or not they, in fact, have the right capabilities. That's the other thing that's been happening here at Coach is that people are like, oh, my gosh, I want to work for your organization. It looks so cool. My friends rave about it. You know, I've heard about you through so-and-so, the client, a strategic partner that we're working with or somebody. And we're like, okay, but we know we're going to contribute to you. How are you going to help create value for coach? What specifically are you going to do? So we have to have that hard conversation. Normally, in my less discerning days, <laughs> when I didn't have the same wherewithal, I would be like, oh my gosh, great, you love our culture. I'm sure you're an intelligent, creative, engaged person. I know you'll be awesome. Bam, they would have been on board. Mm, it didn't always work out so well. So I know what my own sensibilities would lead me to, but now I've learned through some not so great experiences that some people are coming to kind of bathe and, you know, be embraced in our awesome coach culture, but they're actually looking to take more from it than they are to contribute to it. And that is an issue. That's a problem. So again, there's some couple different varieties of dangers in this particular circumstance. So the reason why it's an issue is if someone is a good culture fit, but not a great capability fit, it is costing you. 
It means that other team members are having to fill in around them. They're having to fill the short gap. They're having to go around this person. It's a little bit like that person's become a piece of furniture and you have to figure out a workaround. And that's draining. It's tiring. People, if it goes on for a long time, build up resentment. Actually, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about this exact circumstance. You know, it wears on you. And sometimes people are like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And so then you lose good people. This is probably the biggest cost if you're not alert and not paying attention to it. Or, you know, they're great with you, but not so great with other people. If you're in a leadership position, oftentimes these people look fabulous to you and they present well. (laughs) That's the term. But underneath, no substance. You know, they're not actually pulling their weight like they used to. If in fact, you know, for some of them, as I'm relating back to this conversation yesterday, is whether or not in fact they really ever did. So that's a really big issue. So what can you do about it? Well, first of all, you need to just simply to be aware. Aware that this is an issue. Have the two distinctions about culture fit and capability fit. You know, these are two things that are absolutely essential. And if, you know, if culture is kind of new to you, then you're probably going to work on that for a while if you've only been focused on capability. If you're only focused on culture, then you kind of need to raise your awareness on the capability side. Either way, this needs to be something to focus on. In order to prevent this problem from actually happening in the first place, you want to have structures and systems in place to be able to always be looking for and evaluating these things. One of the best things you can do is in any kind of quarterly review or any kind of, you know, one-on-one conversation with team members about how they're doing, have a conversation about how is this working out culturally for both you and the other person, and then how is it working out capability-wise? When I say capability, it's kind of like how well are they doing their job? And if you don't have a review process in place, this can happen. You know, if no one's looking at people's performance or how their kind of results they're producing, then this can go by the wayside for years and years and years and years. Clients will come up to me and they're like, I've had someone working with me for 30 years. And at the beginning, they kind of helped us going. They're very loyal, but they're just totally not a right fit for the organization right now. They have not kept pace. And not only that, they kind of have their little kingdom in the corner and they're not willing to share. It's becoming a real thorn in my side. I hate hearing that happen because a 30-year team member, that's a long time. You want to appreciate their loyalty and appreciate their contribution. But if they're not growing, you're not growing. So how can you either have a course correction conversation with that person or how can you have a graceful exit? So that really becomes an issue. So the number one thing to do is really identify what your culture fit is. What does that look like? And that really comes down to core values. And then also, again, never lose focus or make sure you have a process in place. Is another way to put that for really measuring people's capabilities. And this means that everyone, even your senior people who've been around for a long time, need to have these regular conversations. You know, but how are you creating value? How are you growing? Are you sharing your information and knowledge as we talked about in a previous podcast? Are you making sure that you personally are growing? You're not just getting stale. You know, I know there's parts of my career where I think I knew I wasn't growing. Now, no one kicked my butt about it. I actually kicked my own and I realized I wasn't growing, wasn't learning anything. So I went out and got certified in a new profile. (laughs) 
which was pretty exciting. Now I kind of keep that as a regular habit. But I'm very clear that my value is based on my last presentation, my last podcast, my last coaching, how I contributed in a meeting. I am very conscious. And actually, I'm just at my 28th year mark with Strategic Coach, which is kind of crazy. July 8th is the anniversary. But for me, if I just rest on my laurels and go, oh, well, I've been here a long time. I've created tons of value in the past. Therefore, I'm good. That's not going to work. So you really want to really be incredibly alert to any sense of an entitlement attitude. You want to make sure that they're great people to work with for other team members and they're not having to do workarounds or stop gaps for them. You also want to make sure, even if they're enthusiastic about your culture, that they're aware that there's two sides to this coin, that they need to be contributing, you know, not just culturally, but also from a capability level. So if that's not happening, you kind of need to have that course correction. I call those reality conversations. Do it with love. I'm going to do some podcasts in the future about how to give feedback. So stay tuned for that. But you want to do it carefully, clearly with love, with action steps that they can take, or that you're really clear on this needs to happen with a time frame like two to four weeks, they need to shift things and be able to permanently shift things. If not, you need to start discussing what an exit strategy will be. Now, is it going to be kind of like, okay, today's your last day, walk them to the door? gosh, I hope not. This person's been loyal and contributing probably for a while, could be six years, could be more, 30 years and the two client examples I'm thinking about. But you want to say, okay, well, you've stopped growing or what you're able to contribute is not actually what we need anymore. And there was a great story from one of my clients about this, where she worked for two years to actually gracefully exit this team member who frankly wanted to go in a different direction than the company needed to go in, wasn't willing to adapt. And finally, they just had to call it, but it was hard. So, you know, I have a rating system in multiplication by subtraction on a scale of one to five in terms of level of difficulty. I actually consider loyal team members who've been around for a long time to be a six out of a five in terms of level of difficulty. So what I'm talking about is not easy. Doesn't mean it's not an issue though. So we need to kind of be clear, be confident, be caring, (laughs) clear, confident, caring. That's the good list. And do that reality conversation, that course correction. But again, be aware that if you don't take action, there's a really big cost. And be aware that really great cultures attract a lot of people. So make sure that you've got standards. Make sure that you are clear about articulating what those are. So you want to have standards at the beginning when you're hiring people. You want to make sure that you reinforce those every quarter or however often you do any kind of a review. And please make sure you're doing something so that you don't end up in this situation in the future where you've got someone who's been around a long time, cares about the company, but is simply no longer a right fit. That's not a fun conversation to be having. It needs to be had, but probably not the ones you would rather be having. So I hope this is useful. Kudos on having an awesome culture, but be aware that there is a little bit of a danger that can happen with that. And simply by being aware of and validating the need for capability and contribution, not just culture, I think will really put you in the right place. I hope this has been insightful and useful. And if it is, please feel free to like it and share it. We love that. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. The Team Success video series is a brand new online learning platform to give your team the tools to thrive in an entrepreneurial business. Whether you have five team members or 500, Shannon Waller provides expert strategies for confidence, harmony, and success. You're just one click away at teamsuccessvideoseries.com. dot